0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. It's the Luca Pete Show. It's Thursday. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Lukey e. Moore And uh, Lukey e. Moore is recording the show with his microphone propped up
1: uh, on a, a wee cup. Yeah, should we try this? Because the, the, the cable literally might fall out. Um, no, I mean, don't do that. I mean, okay. Just, just don't worry. I was about it. say, cause, cause, it's in a cup. I was going to say hello to everyone. Nice to, hello. nice to be talking to you again. Hi. I'm in the middle of house renovations at the, at the mm. moment. And so I'm in the different room of the house. That might be why I sound a little bit different. And um, I've got my mic propped up on a mug. The last time I had my mic propped up on a mug, it was in a hotel room in New York City with you, Pete Donaldson. Oh. But these mics that we use are particularly good at sitting in an open mug. Mm. And the mug I've chosen to use today is the mug I got from the 2017 Straw Bear Festival in Whittlesey.
0: Yes. Okay. So we talked about this before. That was like a uh, a, a festival, it's like
1: a pagan festival,
0: pagan festival with a lot of um, a lot of imagery you you, you you don't necessarily see
1: these days. And well, well some, and some, of some of it's been
0: banned. So it's been banned. Oh, since you went, okay. Yeah, because um,
1: because so. So you got to tread very carefully here, but I'm just presenting. It's, it's
0: blackface. It's basically Blackfish. yeah. So yeah, so
1: they they argue they argue all this stuff about how um, oh well, it's just a medieval tradition and it's to do mm. with the um, fire and the soot from the fire. But ultimately that's not really the point. So I mm. think now, um, rightly or wrongly, and I don't have a kind of an, a, any kind of expertise in this area at all. But they and I think they now do greenface. To represent nature as like a compromise. Okay,
0: right. Okay, I I can't help but think that it's. Uh, I can't help but think that they are. Uh, yeah, I just don't just don't do it at all. Don't worry about it. I think <laughs> They're marching.
1: Fits. They are marching a teenage boy dressed as in a, four bales of hay through the town before I, getting him out of it and then setting fire to it and dancing around it though. So I'm not going to. I don't want to use the phrase tip of the iceberg, but there's a lot going on. Um, yeah. Okay. That is confusing at best. <laughs> but they still yeah, do it. They and, still do the festival every year, I think.
0: Yeah, but you still got the straw man running around. You've yeah. still got him covered in straw. I think that's pretty cool. I like that. I like I like that l I like the look of it was when was it when um Bob Mortimer went on the darts and he he'd made like a carpet faced kind of <laughs> yeah. mask? and he had a big roll yeah. of carpet
1: yeah it was a bit um, like that it, it sort like of that. looks a little bit like that Same i, th- energy, I yeah. think
0: i think we need more pagan imagery in our lives in 2023. and i think um that vic and bob would be the perfect kind of absurdist um creators of a lot of this stuff because like it, you know those instruments that uh, mulligan and o'hare used to play yeah. on the smell of reason mortimer um like that kind of like big kind of like uh, it was, looked like a big French horn, but it had like little cows' teats uh, that he would sort of tickle as he played it and stuff. Yeah. I think I think I would like to see. I would w- I would attend those kind of festivals. Well, it's absolutely really it's cool. exactly
1: the same energy. And yeah. what you find is I went there for a a, a this little project thing and um little mm. work thing at the time and um just to observe it. And what became mm. pretty because cool, it goes on for a few days it's a small town and obviously the mm. whole of that community descend on it but what you find is a lot of sounds like the darts it is a bit like that but, but they go to <laughs> these people go to like every um, one of these types of things around the country right so they see each of the same people so they're just talking about they're talking about what's happened to so and so and is he still playing with him and are they still Morris dancing in the same troupe and right, he's, I mean okay. it's very much the same energy as Mulligan and O'Hare
0: like that so, so they're not talking about new advances in, in I don't know um,
1: uh, mulberry bushes and stuff I mean, there are very few new advances in anything <laughs> going on in that kind of environment. I'll be honest with you; that's not. Have you, a... have you heard what we're not allowed to do no more? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's basically yeah, that. Yeah, a...
1: and then and but did you know, like you just you know how men can just be te- just just tedious. So, whatever the particular mm. stripe of interest you have, whether it be playing video games or going to folk mm. festivals or beer, like men are always just tedious about it. At some point, they just get tedious. Right. So, like I remember sitting in a pub. at this place, where a bunch of guys were talking about um, whether that particular pub was storing a certain real ale as well as another pub. And it's like, come on. It's so boring. Like, There's a guy, so I go go to a local pub near me. Normally on a Friday on the way home from work, if it's been a long week, I'll pop in there, I'll park up my little hire bike, Mm. I'll stand at the same part of the bar, I'll have like one or two pints while reading a book or my phone or whatever and then I walk home and um, we do it for a few months you know see the same people in there I don't really talk to anyone the landlord's a nice chap and the barman's really lovely so we chat to them or whatever but that's basically I'm not there to kind of make a big conversation
0: Barkeep could I bother you for a flagon (laughs) of et cetera et cetera
1: your richest most foaming (laughs) ale Uh... usual flagon Barkeep that's what I'm
0: I am a a stranger a traveller from uh, Far Lands (laughs)
1: yeah yeah <laughs> um but there's a guy in there right mm. and he goes there he's normally in there about half an hour after i get there he turns yeah. up and a couple of his yeah. mates obviously live over the boy and he turns mm. up and every single time he goes in there
0: mm.
1: not in like a jokey way he complains about the price of the beer
0: right and, and he's and like, he was in there yesterday and he's in there before and he just well, he's goes. in there
1: every time i'm in there he's in there and right. so the landlord, I think, by now is within his rights to say, "Mate, if you don't fucking like it, just go somewhere else." I will have a beer at home. Yeah, like, of course, but they're so cheap at home. <laughs> but literally, the landlord, the last time I was in there, was saying, um, or the manager, because it's like a chain thing. Right. He was saying, "Mate, I don't set the prices. Like, I just, I just punch it into the computer when they tell me <laughs> to punch it into the computer, and that's it. It's not up to me. Like, yeah. there's a, there's, you can have a pint like in this. It's a bit cheaper, or that pint over there's like fifty p. And he's like, "Nah, nah, I'll have the same." I I don't want to make cast aspersions over the People from your part of the world, Peter, but he's a northern. He's a northern gentleman. Northern gentleman, is yeah. that there, London? I mean,
0: I mean it, it sounds very much like he's just a man who doesn't have uh, access to a WhatsApp uh, connection to his son. I mean, my do dad a meme. do a meme. My, d- my dad, my dad, literally sent me a uh, a clip of talking. Is it talking pictures or moving pictures? The, the, the channel he really likes with the old fifties films. Talking that, pictures, uh, I think. Yeah. Always, yeah. Always starts with the uh, disclaimer. Different times, mm. um, and he he filmed uh, he literally sent me this yesterday uh, at 1:53 in the morning he was watching a film from the 60s i think on just just got, up, isn't just got up just got up and he was uh, watching a, a, a one where a man goes in and he's and a man is literally complaining about the, the the price of the beer at two shillings and he forwarded me a, a video of him filming the television going two shillings how much as a little joke yeah um, but you can hear my dad like really heavily breathing in the background <sighs> <sighs> uh, oh, that's uh, at nearly two o'clock in the morning yeah it's, uh, How does it so that, that's feel? what
1: i'm subjected to you've looked at that first thing after you've woken up as well
0: yeah so yeah the next two he sent one he sent later that day was a video something to do with the pfizer uh director um so like i i, I fear he may be getting into something that i'm not necessarily comfortable with there and uh and, the, uh, and a piece about microplastics from the Daily Mail. Um, a piece I mean, about that, what the just, just, just a screenshot from his phone camera uh, of a piece about microplastics from food packaging and paint oh, yeah. being found in
1: human blood vessels. Somewhere. Yeah, it's not good, that. Yeah, Did you tell him about God. you almost drowning?
0: Uh, I haven't, no, no, I didn't, actually. I, um, I think that would uh, worry me. I mean, I just know what I'd get. I, that, that, I'm not getting anything out of that. Really, the thing is, I'm just my, getting criticism.
1: Yeah, my parents. If I tell that, if I told that story to my mum, I think she knows that I love to tell a tall tale. Right, to, okay. so she would just roll her eyes and then ask me <laughs> I want a cup of tea or something, and that would be that. She right. wouldn't, she wouldn't care. Mm. To be honest, I
0: think I think my I think I think my dad being a seam a seaman might uh, might cast aspersions. Uh, well, my be way. B-
1: about, professionally embarrassing for him. Exactly.
0: Yeah, petty officer Donaldson. The yeah. spawn of Petty Officer Donaldson can't yeah. do with a wave or two. Rubbish. Yeah. So, but mm. but,
1: but uh, I don't know how we got on talking about this, but the Straw Bear Festival was—it was interesting. Like it wasn't. It was like an interesting scene, like mm. weird uh, energy you, about because you don't
0: know where these people go.
1: G- 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 so, so that's in, it's in Cambridgeshire, by the way. So it's like mm. if you get out towards the Fens, it does get a little bit bleakly flat, like. Mm. And I think it's interesting how certain people from certain parts of the world are affected by the area they grew up in because mm. when i was out in the west country a year or two ago with the good lady wife uh, and i've got access to we stayed in a place near dartmoor and um, we went for a walk during the day in like a really mm. quiet part of dartmoor along this river and we both independently felt so like it was so sinister that we just wanted to stop and go back to the car right <laughs> what and it just felt it
0: didn't feel right
1: the energies felt really odd and and, and my wife's a, a woman of science right she's got good kinds yeah, yeah, yeah. qualifications from good universities she's not she's, yeah. she's a skeptic
0: right she's not a vibe monster
1: Nah. she's she, no. she if, if anything it annoys me how little she is open to the uh to the spiritual but i'm i'm someone as i said to you till so on monday i i avoid mm. the mystical wherever i can so mm. i'm in the same boat but um it felt weird and there's got to be something in that. There's got to be something in right. the human kind of relationship to the environment that means. I'm not saying it's like aliens or whatever, but clearly we're, tr- we're biologically kind of predisposed to pick up on these things because of like danger and evolution and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I th- yeah. I. 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 I think there must be something in our soul that kind of this kind of se- sixth sense of, of kind of like sniffing out danger and and maybe that's kind of what you're feeling there's some kind of like weird part of your brain that goes there's something not right here
1: like when you Costa Rican Sea like, because,
0: like when stepping into any body of water with me <laughs> so
1: um, Peter anyway um, it's Thursday today Monday we spent most of the show talking about your near-death experience absolutely mm-hmm. uh, right and proper that we do have you had a chance though to see any of The Last of Us
0: I've not no and I have, after your protestations, I have managed to talk uh, my partner around, who expressed the opinion that she was never against watching The Last of Us. Right. Um, I just um, remember when we watched Suicide Squad and she made me turn it off because she saw a lizard man or a moth man or something. Yeah. And she just gave me, the, gave me a face that said, Peter, I'm not enjoying this because this is stupid. I already live and with so, a moth man. I already live with a bloody moth, man. Hey, do you know um sloths? Do you know like sloths have their own moths living on them? They've got their own little kind of microorganism party Oh, really? Going on. So they've got this very specific moth that only lives on sloths, I believe. Um, but sloths, two things: used to be fucking massive. They used to be like six foot tall. Like, yeah, yeah. They used to massive. be
1: megafauna. Yeah, I remember that. I Where don't remember it? it, but I've read that. I wasn't around <laughs> no, back in the day, like in the, day. in the Mesozoic period. But I do. I, I, I've read about that.
0: And also, they're not exactly sure why they come down to do a shat oh really they come down so they spend all their time in the trees slowly um but they only come down once every now and again to do a poo and nobody knows why it might be just a weird throwback that they haven't got over yet a bit of tradition a bit of genetic tradition uh, or um they're not sure whether it might be that uh, if they poo on the ground that the smell you know you're not you're not putting away your scent i suppose they might be that um it might be a million different things but they reckon that, um, yeah, they, they reckon that they're not sh- exactly sure why they climb down the tr- tree to do
1: a little poo-poo. Yes, yeah, so they have an exceptionally slow metabolism, don't they, which is why they're so slow. It's because so. they eat
0: plants, innit? You can't get much, um, there's not much uh, nutrients or power out of oh uh, don't of be
1: antagonizing the vegans mate
0: i'm not even going to meet vegans i'm just saying that like if you're just eating leaves it's just quite hard to it's just quite hard to um get get some pep in your steps so that's
1: why you no, just vegans um, don't walk slow. around really slowly like sloth
0: yeah they're always walking really when you're trying to walk walk down the pavement there's 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 a bloke and he's walking really slow and you're like get out of my way and he
1: goes i'm i can't help
0: it i'm a vegan
1: how do you know how do you know how can you <laughs> tell someone's a vegan
0: Oh, is this your funny joke? We say Cause they, that's because they tell you. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll tell you it's, what I told. I, so that joke's great because it's really universal. Oh, it's not; it's terrible, mm. but it's really flexible, right? So, right. You can normally use it about people who went to Oxford or Cambridge, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and nice. um, yeah. so, I was on a train going to meet my now wife, but at the time, girlfriend in the US, mm. and I was traveling on my own, going to visit her, and I got allocated a seat on the train from whatever it was—Penn Station or Grand Central in New York or whatever. And um, I got I like at the seat next to a a, a woman, uh, mm. and because America's a friendly, she started talking to me, and um, she told me that she um, was doing this, that, and the other, and working, and then she threw in that she went to Harvard, right? Mm. So I thought, oh, okay, right, I'll, I'll adapt that joke for Harvard, right? You can see how yeah, that will nice. work, okay. right? <laughs> and I said, oh, how do you know that? Pe- how do you know that people went to? How can you tell that people went to Harvard? Oh, they tell you, and she was mm. like. Oh, okay. So she didn't didn't even know it was a joke.
0: Right, okay, yeah, nice, yeah. And obviously,
1: what I've done there is I've done that five minutes into the journey. I should have ended with that. Then I can go. Yes,
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. Anyway, see you later. And then off you go. Back on your train to Penn Station. So this never
1: happened. Um, That's what Rick Edwards famously did when he asked um, Jake Gyllenhaal that question on T4 about his sister. What did he say? What did he ask? So... I think I'm right in saying, and I've I've spoken to Rick about this, so I'm pretty sure this is correct. Mm. And the reason I know about it is because my friend Duncan calls it the greatest moment in TV history. Mm. Um, where on T4, do people, will people know what T4 is? I probably will, weren't they?
0: It's like a youth television strand from the 90s to the mid-10s.
1: Yeah. Um, he said, Rick said that he interviewed Jake Gyllenhaal on it live on Channel 4. Mm. And he said something like, uh, and he had 15 minutes with Jake Gyllenhaal, who was promoting his latest movie, mm. and he said something like, here's a, here's a deal for you, you can be in a movie and put a performance in which people say is the best um, performance of all time, like better yeah. than Brando's and the Godfather, you win every single award you're out for, you get an Oscar, all the rest of it, but you have to do a sex scene with your sister. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's a strong, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a strong sentence, isn't it?
1: But Rick's done that as his, his first question. <laughs> and he's got like 14 minutes to go and jay Gyllenhaal is fucking fuming <laughs> this is the iciest oh, thing no. you've ever seen
0: I do remember that that's yeah. brilliant so yeah. did they manage to do the rest of the 15 yeah, minutes yeah he gets
1: through it Yeah, I asked Rick about Good it a few God. weeks ago and he was like yeah I shouldn't have done it so early in the uh, in the interview
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy yeah, that's funny. fantastic yeah it's Great quite enough.
1: quite an interesting quite, quite what I would call a low percentage move like, yeah. I've, I've interviewed my yeah. fair share of like uh, mostly footballers and ex-footballers and you really have to earn your you have to earn the right like you have to earn yeah, the right you've got to, to start be, asking that stuff,
0: yeah. And you've got to be um and and you've got to you've got to know that it's gonna land. You just ha- I, I would sort of say there was a really good um outtake from you know that between two ferns thing, mm-hmm. and uh the the guy um is that I really like that it's funny Zach Galifianakis says to um uh Don Draper who's, who plays Don John Ham Hamm. That guy, John Ham he says. Uh, I see that Don Draper, your suit is up in the um, um, one of those big fucking museums. The Smithsonian, yeah. isn't it? Yes, yeah, the yeah. Smithsonian. The Smithsonian says uh, it's up in the Smithsonian, um, and you're waiting for it. And he goes right next to the Cosby jumper, yeah, and, and, <laughs> yeah, and yes. just as so he gets out, he absolutely cracks up. You've got to know. That, that is going to land. You've got to, know... and the worst of those guests are the ones who just aren't. But aren't they? they I they, thought they, they, were they
1: all. Aren't they all in on it though?
0: They're all in on it, but the but you've. I think you've got you've. They choose them very very well, I think. And some of them, they some of them they try and add too much in. I think it's like and it ends up a little bit like the Eric Andre show, I would say. But yeah, I, I, I you've got to know that they have chops, I would say. And and
1: and John, Hansen well, you have to does. earn the right, and sometimes mm-hmm. you never earn the right. No. Like I, I, no. I've done interviews before with I did an interview once with Bobby Zamora, who mm-hmm. um who like the club had requested us go down there, yeah, and he knew it was happening, and he, they were doing it to promote, I think some kind it was at Fulham and they were doing it to promote some kind of um I can't remember some kind of promotion, mm. and um and it's not Fulham's fault I mean, they're, they were and remain a really lovely club like they're great. Mm. But Zamora obviously just decided by the time the day came round, he just didn't want to know about it. He just didn't want to do it. Mm. So I was in this preposterous situation. But every question I asked him, he just gave me like yes or no answers, and we ended up not right. being able to use any of it. <laughs> and so sometimes you never connect. No,
0: I I think I I'm a big fan of the Manic Street Preachers. I certainly their first three albums. It's, it's an albums, embarrassing but... thing to admit it is the, but you also like
1: pulp time. which is stra- strange
0: let's well, let's let's us park those um because they're <laughs> excellent man um they are um and and i remember quite early on in an interview with Nicky wire at probably v festival or something backstage um i did say <laughs> i did say well you know i mean the the, the first um the first manix album uh there's a lot of like Guns N' Roses style noodling on there, isn't there? And he said, "I'll I'll bloody tell James Dean Bradfield, <laughs> I'll bloody tell James about that." And and that was the f- and that was the first question uh, in in the first or second yeah. question. Um, and I'm, and I got it back by the end just by my uh you know normal charm, dazzling and, uh, charm, yeah, a, dazzling yeah. charm. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a rocky few minutes. You
1: also did you have a massive pop at um that really old East London gangster as well.
0: Oh, Mad Frankie Fraser. No, yeah, it was Mad Frankie Fraser, wasn't it? Yeah, which yeah. is quite brave. He was, he was down a phone line, wasn't he? Oh, I cares? was on the phone. And he was yeah, about he was 80 the at the time, wasn't he? And he was about 80. I reckon I could have taken him. Probably connected,
1: though. <laughs> You've got, you got a reprehensible thug who's made profit after other people's misery.
0: Something like that. What are these? things? be around somewhere. I, I I just went quiet, I think. And I just put the phone down. Because it was one of the songs Oh, you put like, the
1: phone down, an 80-year-old man? Pathetic! <laughs> no,
0: his little handler, his little book handler, the one who was advertising the book with him. We didn't want to do the interview, and I was like, well, we may as well piss about with it. There's no point. I mean, he's a fucking dickhead, isn't he? So, what
1: year was it, do you reckon?
0: I reckon it was probably about 2006, maybe?
1: Yeah, he was 82. Ha <laughs> ha Fuck oh. you know. would is you have taken him us? on his prime is he still with us no he's died fact, 10 free? years ago Did I? Oh, okay cool. Pete, he was 82 in 2006 <laughs> do you think he's still with us
0: <laughs> i was um when i was uh read uh, on my holiday i was reading um hacksaw jim duggan uh his uh autobiography uh a man who actually was it autobi- the way it you just biograph- toss out
1: sentences that they're totally normal <laughs>
0: I <laughs> So Jim Duggan's biography, and he was—it uh, just made me laugh because it was like it's just uh, hearing a man who's like just—he's uh, had cancer so many times, like yeah. three or four times, and he's defeated it every time, and he's this massive fucking dude, absolutely huge. Like we we met him at WrestleMania. Oh, his hands yeah. were gigantic. Big his hands bigger than your head. Hands, yeah, and it was just the story about him, you know, um, just missing out on being a professional footballer and a professional um, uh, NFL guy, yeah. uh, and 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 just sort of sashaying into wrestling and, and, and his life, and and like most wrestlers' autobiographies, it was just like kind of a man in later stages of life just kind of settling scores left, right, and yeah. center, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's known as being one of the nicer blokes in wrestling, and it was a, it was a relatively easy, obviously it was an easy read. It was a wrestler's autobiography, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, he. Yeah, but at one point it made me laugh because he went, um, yeah. And so um, when we were wrestling in London, uh, I was taken to, um, <laughs> I was taken to um, Stringfellows, uh, which, um, if you're not familiar, is it's like Studio, it's a Studio Fifty Two, the New York club, Studio Fifty
1: Four,
0: Studio Fifty Four. It's like Studio Fifty Four would have been in like the eighties or the seventies, um, and I, and that's all he said about it, and I was going. Is he just trying to get that past his wife? Like he just talked about <laughs> he talked about an actual strip club like it was just some nightclub. I'm going. That's a strip club.
1: Yeah, you're a like a people disgrace. People go, oh yeah, I love going to Hooters. The chicken wings, <laughs> the, the the wings and the fries in there are great.
0: <laughs> oh, it's like Studio Fifty Four. You know, I will be Disco. Disco, Disco, yeah, all that. yeah, brilliant.
1: <laughs> very odd, um, Peter. Very, very um, strange. What else? What? Because because I've read Ted DiBiase's autobiography. Mm. and it's basically just like 300 pages of how much he hates his dad.
0: Right, okay, yeah. I mean, I guess... He, he was a second-generation wrestler, wasn't he? he was is, is his dad yes. a wrestler. Yes, well, a lot
1: of them are, aren't they? Right. When I yeah. had a bit clean-out ahead of the renovation, I had some books that I no longer wanted, mm. um, and surprisingly, um, Million Dollar Dream, the Ted DiBiase, uh, I think it's cool. <laughs> that went... That right. went in a box outside the house, please take, exclamation <laughs> <laughs> mark, and I give it like a week outside the house, and so if people don't take it, I'll walk it down to the... Um, the charity shop. Did it go? It went. Many didn't. Hey, but that Hey, free. Did. Every man has his price. Yeah, a load <laughs> of distant relatives who be exactly a load of distant uh, relatives who only really know me as someone who supports the football team Portsmouth. It's just sending Portsmouth, Portsmouth books Fox. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I yeah, don't need vibe. them or want them. <laughs> And so I uh, put them outside. They hardly ever go, because I think it's probably quite a low percentage play, isn't it? A, P- a Pompey book outside a house in West Norwood is not going to go down You'd have to way.
0: really like... And even if you walk past a house with a lot of Pompey stuff, you'd be like, "That's you don't see that every day, but I'm not picking up a single one of them. No, exactly. You?
1: And, and, and yeah. speaking of which, Portsmouth's reputation has never been lower, because our our, um, our renovation guys, our builders, the bigger boys in the house at the moment, they're from Moldova. And, oh, right, and yeah. And the main guy... I was just—I made him a coffee the other day, and he was just just shooting the shit in the morning. And he asked me what football team I supported, and I said Portsmouth. Mm. And he literally took about five seconds to think about it, and they just went, "You are the only one, no." <laughs> and I was like, "It feels like that sometimes." It yes. does feel like that and sometimes. We should take a break Fantastic. because we've got to go away and come back again because we need people to listen to the adverts so that we get paid. Then when that's done we'll do batteries because we've got a load of batteries to get through we haven't done them for ages and there's a battery um, there's a battery controversy I think contained within so stick around Uh for that watch out selling a little or a lot
0: We're back with the Luke Pete Shaw. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by my iron chick to my... Uh, th- um, You've uh, not thought about this, have you? I'm trying to think of the scene where... Um, you could have said Shawn Michaels was,
1: to Marty if you wanted. Well, well,
0: yeah, I guess so. But um, the the story in particular was of the wrestler I mentioned before the break uh, being in a car with the Iron Shake and uh, the Iron Shake had about four grams of coke on it on on him, uh, and they got in loads of trouble. Uh, not necessarily because of the uh, drug abuse, uh, just because of the fact that Iron Shake was a um, bad guy and Hacksaw Jim Duggan was a good guy. Therefore, yeah. um, br- you know, well, breaking well, the and letting everyone know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, what are you trying to say by calling me the Iron Shake in that scenario?
0: I'm just saying that you're being taken advantage of by someone who tweets for you. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. In your
1: dotage. That's regularly true, actually. Regularly true. Uh, Peter, there's an email under the battery um, section of our little piece of paper from Mm. Ray. Would you like to read it?
0: It's a shame about Ray. Ray would make a really good good name for a uh, for a battery. I think just Ray.
1: My friend uh, you know. Woody's son's called Ray, and he's a lovely Solid. kid. Solid, and Love um, that. Love you that don't man. see you don't hear of enough rays around these days. I don't think.
0: Hey Luke, good Pete. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to uh, power up the pedantry and pull the rug out from under Andy from Geelong's Dickie Power. New player submission on the Don't Plim the Atomic Wedgie episode. In the dark days of uh, July 2020, I actually submitted Dickie Power batteries and had them read out as a new player on the A Friendship of Mountains episode. Uh, July uh, the 21st in 2020, after the ad break. Really at the peak of... Um, uh, COVID, um, yeah. they were they were even the exact same uh, AA 800 milliamp hour ones that Andy sent in. This was a time when the battery segment had died down uh, to almost nothing and I was happy to think my contribution helped keep the pilot light just burning enough so that it would become the spectacular feature it is today. I don't mean to on another listener's new player hopes, but one must cling to these little wins in life when they come. Being an Australian myself, living in Canberra, Andy can curse me as a bloody pedantic canberran bureaucrat he'll know what i mean uh to be fair i am being rather pedantic and i definitely deserve it thanks as always for the good times this podcast brings to so many uh, all the best to you and those uh you have access to for uh, 2023 rare beautifully written uh email uh, poorly read out by me uh Balukma, what have you got to say
1: about that then i think we just got to we can't realistically remove a person's rights to be mm. a new player so i think mm. i think people i think Andy needs to be an honorary player, and I think Ray needs to be rightly instated as a new player entering the game into the hall of fame. Mm. I think that's the only way we can do it. Really, we're a broad church mm. here, so we have got to be kind.
0: Yeah, you gotta be cruel to be kind. Would you, right you go along major? with that? Yeah, I'd say that. I think. Uh, I, I mean, was it? Did you just sort of type in the the words Dickie Power, but without the? Oh, um, it's a very sophisticated system we've got.
1: I'll let people behind the curtain. You read them out. I hurriedly <laughs> yeah. tap them into the search function yeah. on Google Mail, which, by the way, is crap these days. <laughs> and then, if I don't see anything, I'm um, in there. I'll call it a new player. Um, All right then. But like I said, it's a broad church because I think you know there's no downside to being in it, and there's no you know you, you, we want as many people in it as possible. We're not trying to make it exclusive. You know, mm. we're approaching it the same way Boris Johnson approaches. You know, um, peerages. Give, just them, just give them to anyone. Them, Fucking get them, them in out. there.
0: Hand them out for mm. crying out loud. Uh, all right, then. Uh, let's have some battery submissions. Well, let's hope we get this right. Uh, hello to Martin. Back once again for a shot on the greatest battery game of life GT Pioneer. Taken from the back room scale. Update on the weight in other attachment. Um, replacement was the humble Panasonic uh, Zinc Carbon from Home Bargains. We'll update further progress in the Lost and Found batteries and Belly Fat game. So we're looking at the first of the third. Sorry, the third of the first. What would that have been? Would that have been last year, I suppose? I just don't know what you're
1: talking about, Peter.
0: Well, connected to the GT Pioneer and batteries, he's also appended um, a loss and gain chart for how much um, belly fat he's lost.
1: Oh, good on him. Good on him. Okay, I can see that now. Okay, so he's lost £8.4 since the start of the year. Congratulations. That's very, very good. Good Right, okay. What I'm, Martin? Good, good stuff. Uh, I've got more good news for you as well. Mm. Your um, battery is, as well, the GT Pioneer is a new player. So there's a new player entering Lovely the game. Stuff. Um Notwithstanding the possibility that someone angry might email in later saying that they mm. did it first, but I can't see anyone that has. So it's a new player, Martin. Congratulations all round to you.
0: Maybe to celebrate, uh, Martin, you could uh, work out how much... Um, battery weight you're losing every single time. That's a really you know, nice way of doing try it. Try and work up to a D cell if you can. Uh, yeah. Jason Piazza, uh, hello, looking Pete. Uh, I found these while assembling an excise bike for my 100 year old. What? A 100 year old grandfather's birthday. He still rides actual bikes as well. 100 years old, and he's cutting about on a on a BMX. That's nice to That's see. Amazing.
1: Really nice to see.
0: I mean, he's sent us a picture of the battery. I want to see the picture of the battery granddaddy, for crying out loud. Hopefully, yeah. uh, these gl born Ultra A cells are new uh, players. Fantastic stuff. Jason Piazza, uh, I'm imagining uh, an older um, uh, Italian gentleman uh, riding a, uh, a bike around. That's, G- that's what's in my head, anyway. It's a lovely-looking
1: cell as well, isn't it, Pete?
0: It is, and it's in. A, it's in a little package. He's, they're not even out of the packaging yet,
1: which is nice. Yes, yeah, great to see. Um, they're freebies. new players as well. JL Bone nice. Ultra Triple A's are brand new players. Unbelievably, we're still finding them every week. Uh, this is, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a new player. I've never seen that one before. It's not in the inbox. Welcome aboard, Jason. Thanks, yeah,
0: Joe. Uh Afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, I am the nominated electronic person in the family, so I had to step up, set up a fire stick in my parents' spare room. The Ocel" came from a TV remote, which I don't think has been used since my sister moved out six years ago. Regards, Martin, Ocel Alkaline. Are these a new player, Luke?
1: Yeah, they are, again. And this mm. is the same Martin that sent the first one in. He just sent this email in five days before. The man's oh. a battery fiend.
0: And we pulled this out without even noticing. For crying out loud, that's
1: fantastic! It's the same guy. So, Unless there's another the Martin guy. McInnes guy, it's the same guy. Yeah. Great stuff. Well, maybe uh, that's what we'd... his surname used. Sorry about that. If you don't,
0: <laughs> sorry, Martin. Uh, we'll call you O-Cell Alkaline, uh, O-Cell Battery Martin from from now on. Fantastic stuff. Well, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, Got a, just a great round. Some you know, correcting some some writing some wrongs, and then just you know, he- hurtling towards a load of batteries. Fantastic! Why, it's a classic. A bit batteries? It's uh, it certainly is. I um, the thing that always surprises me about I, I took my Amazon Fire Stick uh, to um, Costa Rica with me because um, I wanted to watch the Newcastle match. Um, and um, the thing that always surprises me about the batteries is um, they, they they they've got one of those kind of like battery compartments where you have the batteries both the same
1: size. If you know what I mean, yeah. But I think a lot I of people, a lot of companies things. are starting to do that now. I don't know why. I know
0: it's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely. What wild. would be
1: the reason for that? Is there any reason? No, I just think it looks cool. <laughs> This looks cool, doesn't it? But there's no advantage to it.
0: I don't know. But some of you will tell me. I, I'm, I'm sure it just looks cool. They've figured out a way of doing it. I don't know. Maybe it just looks tidier. This
1: looks cool. All right. This looks cool. Let's get out of here, Peter. Uh, we hope mm. people have a lovely weekend. We will see them again on Monday. Hopefully, we'll get through mm. a good amount of emails on Monday because they're piling up, and there's a few good ones in there we haven't been able to get to yet. So maybe we'll try and do that. Uh, mm. And I promise we'll talk about The Last of Us as well because I mentioned talking about it. Pete, cut me cut me off rudely i thought but we'll get to it again on monday so have a lovely weekend do do us a favor though leave us a nice review wherever you get your podcast five stars say something nice about the show because it helps Mm. other people to find us and keeps us afloat we really appreciate that and if you've got anything you want to say we are at luke and pete show on the social media and hello at luke and pete show on the email that's the admin done that's the show done say goodbye peter farewell all and it's goodbye from me as well
0: Complete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast
1: Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince—they've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods—all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part?